0: On another planet, far from Earth, is a being called Rage. A castaway from another planet, he's now here. Half bear, half man. He escaped apocalyptic war on his home planet. He reluctantly fled, desperate for resources and reinforcements. However, the Jackals had other plans. They followed Rage through a wormhole and now want to rule over Earth as well. Go now to IndiePlanet.com or click the link in the podcast description for issues 1 to 3. For the complete story and now new off the press, special issue Rage number 4. All shall beware of Rage. Rage! <laughs>
1: All right, everybody, it's October, 2023, and we're not messing around anymore, it's, uh, the year is moving along, I am Hambo, and I am here to possibly entertain you, possibly to inform you, uh, yeah, so, let me pause the Roku. <laughs> Roku in studio. And let me get to it. Uh this episode is kind of a interesting one. Um You know, we we're nearing uh, Halloween and it'll be here at the snap of a finger. Snap of the fingers. And I've been listening to a lot of art bell episodes. On uh, on YouTube, you know I I have, hadn't really listened to him that that much. I might have uh, listened by accident, maybe one or two episodes, or maybe not even that. <laughs> prior to getting more recommendations to listen to a show, and it really is fascinating to hear all the stories um, and the experts. "Quote unquote," that come in and talk to him, and uh, but I mean he's got a, he's got a big uh, a big uh, reputation and respectful reputation from uh, people that would be I don't know his peers, I guess, um, uh, and all sorts of us uh, you know famous scientists and. Um, just people from all lines of uh, uh, entertainment and industries. And uh, he had, I even listened to the one with uh, uh, the guy from Dual Survivor, uh, Cody. Cody is like a big survivalist and all that, which was really good. So a lot of times he doesn't have on... I mean, he doesn't have like the same people, like same kind of theme. Sometimes it's just about all sorts of stuff like uh you know what was going on in the news at the time uh some of it was like uh, uh what was it well survival so, you know surviving um out and if there's like a uh, apocalypse or something what would you do what what you you know what would you have in your bug out bag that kind of stuff But, of course, the meat and potatoes was always the paranormal stuff with him. And one of the episodes he talks about um, is uh, Shadow People. And he actually had an encounter with Shadow People in his home, which is pretty wild. He said that he was working one night or one day, and uh, one of them came up on him, and it was right there, and he was just scared out of his mind almost, <laughs> which it would be pretty freaky and you're encountering a a, a dark specter uh, right there. And uh, he said that it moved incredibly fast. And, um... Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting that, you know, you either believe him or you don't, uh... And it's like, well, you could think of it like, well, he's maybe he's just telling a story to keep everybody, and you know, in that frame of mind, to kind of feed the machine of his show at the time. But uh, I never got that, like, you because it doesn't. It's not like it was a common thing, at least so far that I've heard. Like, like he's, I think he's. Uh, I'm not sure if he saw any UFOs. It's possible he did, but who knows. Um, i got to listen to more shows. But he did live near Area 51. So I'm sure there's some zany stuff going on over there. Uh, Pretty cool, though. Um, A lot of the episodes um, you can check out on YouTube. I I guess there's a Spotify thing, too, where you can listen to the shows, but... Um. Yeah, it's fascinating stuff, and it's amazing his following, how many people he's had listen to him, and how hardcore they are, and how uh, just every, you know when he passed, how you know everyone's so heartbroken, and and because. Everyone had just loved listening to his show. I guess he, he, was, he was very down-to-earth. Um, uh, very uh, experienced. Uh, had a lot of life experience, I guess. Um, again, a great radio personality. Knew how to keep the conversation going and keep it lively. Real uh, expert professional. Uh, very reminiscent, in a way, of Tom Likas. Uh, where he, he just knew what he was doing with with the format and uh he really excelled, excelled in it and i think there's something about the radio uh that it's just it's like dungeons and dragons <laughs> dungeons and dragons it it gets your imagination going and your your mind evokes the images that are being said um whether that's from the guests that he has on or him, himself and the stories that he tells. But there's something, it's kind of like, it, it's like old school radio, like sitting around the radio uh, in the 20s and 30s or what have you, and that, or sitting around a campfire telling stories. And that's what he was excellent in, or at, I'm sorry, but... Yeah, I, I, it's interesting. I listen to him pretty late night, and in the morning when I get up, and just to have something going in the background. And some of the show, some of the shows, like the Shadow People, I do not recommend you listen to the Shadow People episode at night, <laughs> when you're going to bed. Might give you some nightmares. But yeah, it's it's fascinating. I'll I'll let you guys know what episodes are on that I'll I'll talk about. But uh, you know, he said. Uh, I'm pretty sure he had uh, David Politis on, David Politis. And uh, and he talks about The Missing 411. But whoever he has on, it just seems that their, their personalities are boosted or their stories are boosted through art somehow. It's a weird thing. It just seems like they're more, it's, it's some kind of, uh broadcasting radio spell yeah, that just he really gives the guest more of a legitimacy or 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 something. And if something's ha- happening there where it's like like you'll have a guest that's on one show and then you'll have a guest that's on hit the same guest on his show and they stand out even even more. So that's a that's a fascinating thing uh I've noticed. So uh, I recommend you listen to and watch the episodes. Uh, a friend of me, a friend of mine, a friend of mine highly recommended to watch, you know, or listen to his, his old shows. And, uh, uh, I believe the YouTube channel is called Down Periscope. He's there originally broadcast, but some of the videos are live or you can see him with the radio and you can see him loading up the CDs with the with the music, with the uh, with the oldies kind of music in between uh, segments and all that, it's kind of neat to see him actually, you know, at the board, you know, taking the calls and all that. That's kind of neat. Um, not all the episodes are probably going to be for you because he co- he covers a big gamut of different episodes, but. Um, if you stick to what you like, the paranormal stuff, you'll do just fine. Um, whether that's Bigfoot or UFOs or ghosts and all that. So, um, it's fascinating stuff. Uh, you know, I, I think what led me there was the coast to coast AM and, uh, with George Norrie, you know, and, uh, George Knapp, who I, I I like, I like listening to their shows too. A lot of people, you know, make fun of them but you know, I you know uh, yeah I think George Norris is a bit of a character so I kind of enjoy him from that angle because <laughs> he's such an old school radio kind of personality but you know they cover a lot of the topics you know current news but uh paranormal stuff but now are they as good as Art Bell no probably not but they're still entertaining and they still do the job uh George Knapp I think is great because um, his, his journalistic skills come into play so much. So I, I, I think there's, there's no need to hate them just because Art Bell was, you know, such a pioneer in his field. Um, but yeah, uh, fun stuff. Uh, so I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, you know, the UFO disclosures have been on, on the news and all that, and uh, it's fascinating stuff. Um. There's definitely something going on. Obviously, you know, I get... uh, I'm a little bit more biased because I have seen UFOs and everything. And, you know, whenever I have Daniel Wilson on, we talk about that. So I definitely know that something is afoot. And there's something going on. There's definitely, you know, a deep state kind of agency that is keeping people from... Knowing all the 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 deep inner workings of what has been discovered, and I think it's been happening for a long time. And to have an intricate kind of uh, a government where things get programs get lost in in the red tape and everything, and then uh, you know you have this kind of group that you know if you have alien technology and everything. I mean, that's that's a kind of power, you know, and, uh, you know, it's like The Ring in Lord of the Rings, you know, it, it corrupts. So, it's just, it's something to really think about and take seriously. Um, again, I always recommend the movie Network, because it really tells you that how much of a machine it is uh, that's keeping us from maybe the real truth, because... You know the powers that be don't want us to really know, or the there isn't money in it, or or some whatever that reason is. It's not good. Um, So those are my thoughts about that. Um, What else? What else? I think I was here. I I talked about did the reviews of haunting in Venice and all that. So we got we got Halloween coming up and parties uh the parties are are nowhere to be seen uh again it's always kind of a letdown ever since college the parties have been sporadic at best and every year it just keeps it keeps kind of getting lamer and lamer as far as that goes so the need for dressing up in costume is just kind of gone now and it sucks i hate that um so you kind of make it you make it into what Holiday, you want to make it in, so your version of it, whether that's watching a marathon of scary movies, uh, or soon I'll be having Tales from the Dark Side coming to me, you know, uh, by DVD the whole season, which is awesome. I'm a big Tales from the Dark Side fan. I've never been a big horror movie guy, um, but I do enjoy the horror comedy and I think I can appreciate them more now, uh, and all the work that goes into them. And, uh, uh, the lunacy, you know, the the over-the-topness of of the Jason movies, you know, and, uh, and the Mike Myers sequels always kind of got out of hand there, so I never got into those, but the first one is, is pretty gold because it's John Carpenter, um, I do like the John Carpenter movies, and I do like the Romero movies, but I won't go out of my way to be like, oh, I can't, well, you know, it's been a long time since I've watched uh, Dawn of the Dead. I better rewatch that. I, I'm not, so that's not really my genre, really, but I can appreciate those movies a lot more now and what Romero was, was doing and, and everything. And um, definitely some respect, because he, he did some uh, some of those episodes of Tales from Dark Side and set the tone a lot of those, which I used to watch uh, with a good friend of mine, uh, and we'd watch those uh, every Saturday night after Saturday Night Live. We'd watch Tales from Dark Side and Monsters. That was another, another great one. And I might order that DVD uh, set. And uh, just fun, cheesy, low-budget stuff. Um, so, yeah, you make with the holiday what you do what you make of it and i learned a little while you know some years ago now that try not to if you duck out of the holidays it just makes things more painful (laughs) your best to just embrace the holidays and just jump into them because they're not going anywhere everywhere you go there they are you can't escape them and uh so yeah, but it, it, it's it's too bad the par- the parties are not uh being held and, and this is mostly because, you know, getting older, the friends are getting married and uh getting everything's getting lamer, you know, the you know, the circle of friends and circle of new friends poss- possible new friends or acquaintances goes down and gets minuscule and yeah, that stinks. It shouldn't be like that. So what do you do about that? Well, you could start a meetup group, <laughs> uh, and that's something I'm looking at doing very soon. Uh, starting a meetup uh, in uh, at least locally in the filmmaking and comic book making genre, possibly stand up. So it, it'll 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 cover a few different uh, groups of people. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, it's meetups not cheap. And you know, you pay like I think it's eighty or ninety dollars now or something to for I don't know, six months or a year or something like that. But it might be worth it just to find people that are, you know, your people in your area, which I will try soon. So uh what else? Any movies? Uh I'm gonna watch Batman. I got all the Batman movies on in one case. And I think it was because of the flash, and made me want to kind of. I've always should have had at least the first Batman on DVD, and I just never did for some reason. Um, but uh, yeah, looking forward to watching. Uh, even even the, the the Schumacher ones. There's they are entertaining in some level, and. You know, watching them on the projector screen—it's—it's it's fun. So, I miss—I do miss some of the fun of the older Batman movies, but you know, the campiness is what—you know—kind of killed those. You know, we got to leave the, the the true campiness to Adam West, who did that kind of stuff just right. Uh but what else as far as movies? <clears throat> Um, I'll probably be watching stuff on Tubi, (coughs) um, as far as, like, scary movies or whatever. Um, you know, I haven't, I still haven't seen The Howling, which is, I believe, Joe Dante's werewolf movie. Um, there's just a lot of movies I haven't seen. I still haven't seen Suspiria, you know, which is a crime, you know. So I do have to kind of go back to the classics a little bit, just you know, as a filmmaker, and really uh, get into that and lose myself into it. So as far as comics, yeah, I'm still reading The Hunt for Wolverine. I uh, it's getting a little bit better. Uh, I am reading. Also, I downloaded Secret Wars, Secret Wars on my Kindle. So that that's on there. I want to read that, which I never really read it properly. I maybe uh, yeah, I don't I've never I've never read it. So this will be this will be great. And then uh I do have Swamp thing to read as well. So I'm I'm going back to the, the classics here. And uh yeah, I think I'm a, I'll call this one a podcast and uh sorry, I missed out in the last third episode, I, I missed the third episode in September, so uh putting one out, I'm going to try to make up for that this month if I can. A lot going on this month, a lot of drawing. Trying to do a, a page a week minimum of my next Rage comic, Rage 4.5. If you want to check out a little bit more about Rage, you can download each issue for 99 cents, real cheap. And uh, Probably read it on your Kindle. Uh at indieplanet.com. Type in Rage or the Adventures of Rage. And uh Yeah. By uh, Chris Calder on there. Check him out. And uh I'll call it a night and a podcast. Uh well get your ideas to get together for uh your your Halloween marathon and uh May you have all long days and pleasant nights.